0: Hey, I'm Sean. I'm Shannon. And we're the host of Wifey and Baby Mama. Happy Thursday, yeah. family. We are honored yeah. to have you joining us again this week. And before we get into tonight's episode, I just want to quickly remind everyone about our fall giveaway Um, for the months of October, November, and and December, along with the $100 wife and Baby Mama gives away on every third Thursday of the month. For those three months, we will also be giving away a copy of my novel of Love the World Should Know. And we don't want you to wait too late to get your submissions in. It's October rolling up on us quickly, so Mm -hmm. (laughs) get those Mm -hmm. submissions in.
1: now that the
0: business is out of the way, let's get into tonight's topic titled, Daddy's Girls. Now, ladies, you know what's coming. (laughs) We play fair. (laughs) Uh, Shannon and I brought, I hope, what we thought some insight (laughs) into the mama boys of the world on last week, as Mm -hmm. well as to the mothers that's producing the mother's boys. Um, Mm -hmm. So when the time comes, you know, for them to become men, it won't be a battle for them to grow up, you know, or an assignment for another woman just to take them on and love them you know it is our hope that our advice and mistakes that we've made along the way in this thing called life mm-hmm. help someone else along the way
1: right yeah right I hope so and you know and and I know we don't want to come off as preachy <laughs> however no not at all we want you to take our experiences and you know whether you th- learn something from it and and it might be a nugget that you can't use right now that you know a couple of years down the road you remember wait a minute Sean said this or Shannon said that so just you know file it away if you need to or or don't you know you might say okay I just listen to you girls because I want to he- hear something funny or whatever but we're hoping we get something across and not come off as know-it-alls or you know we don't have degrees in this we're not doctors of psychology or psychiatry or whatever we're just trying to help you all um, learn from things that we've learned from and we recognize our unique situation um, and uh, I know there are plenty of other baby mamas and wifeies that get along or whatever but it's still rare you, you really don't find that so that's what we're and- hoping and praying that you take away from. Right, and while you podcast. don't
0: want to sound preachy, Shannon, when you said you don't want us to sound yeah. preachy. But if it's a word, it's a word, and go ahead and take oh, yeah. it. So you, you got that. <laughs> if it's a word, it's a word. And if it ain't, like she said, right, you know, right, don't take right. it. But again, we're just giving you <laughs> our experience, and, and, and because we wish we had women like us, you know, oh, we yes. up, would come that probably with a crazy behavior. Yeah. So, um, Yeah. During last week's episode, you know, we we gave you some signs and behavior that women need to be aware of, right? Or look out for if you plan on starting a committed relationship with a man um, that is going to be long term. So this week, we want to give the fellas a few pointers and Mm -hmm. as well try to inform dads why it's unhealthy to raise daughters to be untouchable. Now,
1: Mm -hmm. any of our
0: listeners should know. I'm a daddy's girl. Without a doubt. And Shannon, I'm gonna go ahead and tell on oh, you too yeah. in case you they know don't know. I am.
1: Yeah. We you both know I fall am. in that category. <laughs> oh my God. And I'm not ashamed. So for people that don't know, you know, I go by Shannon, of course. Everyone, all my friends, family, whatever, they know. But my first name really is L, which is my father's name. And he never called me Shannon the entire time, you know, that I've been on this earth. I was always L to him. And so since he passed, um, in 2021, I've embraced my first name. So now everywhere I'm at, you know, at work and everywhere, people are now calling me L and they're like, you know, who is, who, what, what L? And I'm like, yeah, I'm L now. (laughs) Um, and I hate that I never, um, you know, embrace it. it well, I shouldn't say hate mm-hmm. it. I shouldn't say hate it. You know, because of course my mother, even though she named me Elle, she called me Shannon. And so that made everyone else call me by my middle name. Um, But now, I, you know, I am I was always closer to him. And I know, Sean, you know, we have that that connection with our fathers. They're and that's so hilarious girls.
0: because, <laughs> you know, my name is Yvette, but I use Sean yep. on the show because my father refused to call me Yvette. My middle name is Lashawn, but he would just call me Sean, and that's mm-hmm. why. That's how I. Can, that so that's really funny. Yeah, and that's actually a unique side of you. I, I guess we didn't know we had in common, right? That's right, funny. right. So that's yeah. why you Sean, because that's what my father called me. But um. Mm -hmm. I I didn't wait to embrace I'm just kidding. He just called me Sean and he did more than (laughs) any, you know, so my whole family calls me Sean. So if you hear people calling me vet, it's because they just met me. It's a business thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. or, you know, it's just, they just haven't been around my family. So, and I can't even, I got to back that up because we had the interview with Tamara. Remember she's called me a vet all of my life, but it's because I went into her family. I went into her family, you see, yeah. she didn't come into mine. So that's right. why she knew right. me from school and Yvette. So I end up living with her friend, family. So they embraced Yvette because that's how they mm-hmm. met me. So for yep. all these years, yep. she called me Yvette. But other than that, anybody close to me, you know, it's Sean. So mm-hmm. I get it. I totally get it. <laughs> so my journey as a daddy's girl was interesting and and not because he was my absolute most favorite person on the whole planet, you know, but I mean, that's true. But the fact is it didn't have any effect on me as a woman when it came to relationships. And I'm so thankful for that. You know, he let me make my own mistakes and Mm -hmm. he patched me up when I got Mm -hmm. it wrong, you know, but his teachings is why I'm solid when it comes to bouncing back and trust.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Every fall that I've had was my own pickings, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's the interesting thing, you know, compared to our topic last week. And this one, you know, it seems mothers or women have a lot more influence. As close as you and I were to our dads, when which we both were. And we've discussed this. I mean, to the point where, I mean, a lot of people don't realize. But when my father died, um, you know, it was like the end for me. I didn't care mm-hmm. about living myself. So to to go through life and not have that, you know, yes, he was my father, but he didn't control me the way mothers do their sons. Meaning That's right. Like our conversation last week, a mama's boy versus a daddy's girl. It's like, yeah, we're daddy's girl, but it's it's a different type of uh influence on your life, so to speak. And now and, and, and in some cases though, it's exactly the same. So You just, you know, it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just fell on that
0: side of it. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, (laughs) I don't know if the people will know who I know, but I'll give you an example just in layman's terms. I have a girlfriend that honors and adores her father. He honors and adores her. And if daddy don't approve, she's not, she's not dating. That's okay. What I do. Okay. If daddy okay, doesn't gotcha. approve, like, mm-hmm. you, you get what I'm saying? So in a sense, yeah. that's kind of the same thing. You know yeah, what i it, it is. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, while he didn't influence like my, my dating life, he meant let me make my own choices. Had I followed the advice he gave me when it came to dating and marriage, I probably wouldn't have had so many wounds either, mm. you know? And, and I will admit, I, once I stepped into that woman that he always told me I should be, I stopped allowing a lot of the foolishness and, and falling for the okie doke. But I'll honestly say, I I stepped into it way too late. You know, once my choices started to affect my children, only once Mm -hmm. I had children and my choices started to affect them. And then I Mm -hmm. realized, like, daddy was right, you know. And I found myself digging out of situations that I should have never been in. Mm -hmm. So while he didn't influence me, had I listened to the advice he gave me, he was always trying to lead me in the right directions. But he still gracefully let me make my own mistakes. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I guess I, I think that's what I was trying to say.
0: And you just okay. said it <laughs>
1: a lot more okay. gracefully. Yeah, fathers do allow more than a mother, more, um, you know, as women, because we're women, we're a lot more overbearing and like, you're going to do what I say, (laughs) you know, where father is like, okay, I'm going to tell you something and I want you to accept it. I want you to go with it, but I'm not going to beat you over the head with it. I'm hoping Uh, you're going to hear me. Yeah. So it's a little, it's a softer message or at least I feel it. And maybe because of my love for my dad, I'm just, you know, feeling all this warm and fuzzy, but I, I just never (laughs) Took whatever he was telling me as I'm beating you over the head with it, you know? Right. You just took it as um, solid. Now, Yeah.
0: My, what I can say that I regret about being a daddy's girl is that he didn't hold me accountable enough. And and I can admit that, oh, you know? Yeah, he yeah. corrected me. He spanked me for sure, <laughs> honey. He believed in the belt. But he would always give in. And for some reason, you know, he went to war for me, even when he knew I was wrong. And, mm. and I don't know if that was because I was his baby girl or it was just a parent at him, you know? But yeah. oftentimes I made bad choices knowing he would bail me out, you know,
1: Right, which right. he had a
0: few times, you know, I, I would set it up quick because I knew Daddy was going to come get me, <laughs> you know, he's going to rescue me every time. But also with jobs and responsibility, you know, I would tell somebody, oh, yeah. quick girl, where you can go and how fast you can get there and walk right out
1: <laughs> because I knew he would pay
0: my bills until I got another one. Right now, don't okay. get me wrong. He would say, you got, you got to be smarter. You got to stop being so hot headed, you know, <laughs> you're a grown woman now. But I would pal, you know, say, I know. And I'm like, they did this to me. And, and I would just tell him mm. how much my bills was. And he would just cover it <laughs> every time. It went like that, like a few times, right? And as I look back, that was just all wrong. Mm. So dads, mm-hmm. please hold those girls accountable. I don't care yeah. how cute they are, how sweet they are. Yeah. Just as you do your sons. Because I'm right. telling you, honey, he rained on the boys. But he was so gentle with his girls, you know. And mm-hmm. again, not as far as spanking, honey, he, he believed in the bill. But he was just—he gave us a lot more grace, whereas usually it's opposite. You know what I'm saying? The the oh, fathers yeah. watch a girl like a hawk, and they let the daddies run. I mean, the boys run wild. Well, it was just that opposite in my family. My mom let the boys run wild, and she watched the girls mm-hmm. like a hawk. So right. you know, even if I didn't have like daddy and my, if I didn't have him in my back pocket, I just think I would have thought twice about a lot of stuff that I did in life. <laughs> so I can't say right. I, I regret that. Right. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. remember this one time, Shannon, he was going to teach me a lesson <laughs> and, um, I want to buy a new car and I stomped off of my job like two weeks before. And I called. you know, I told him I quit and I called like a few days later. I'm like, so dad, when can I go to the car lot and look for a car? He's like, as soon as you get another job, I was floored. I'm like, what? The audacity to lay down some rules, right? <laughs> My girl, he hung up and called back like a couple of days like, I'm going to help you with that car this time, but you better learn how to be more patient. You can't go around quitting and creating bills and girl, mm-hmm. I, and I got my new car, but I tell you what, I quit one more job after that. I did. But after I had my daughters, I, I stopped with all the foolishness. But again, I did a lot of that knowing he would rescue me and he would save me.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 And for me, my dad, you know, he didn't have the financial means to do, you know, things that your dad did. But if I needed my dad to have my back for whatever, when you need that man to come in and be that menacing figure or, you know, good—he there was nothing he wasn't going to do. Physically or whatever. Oh, I got you. I could lean on him if if I felt threatened or scared. You know me, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, He was always there for that. And so um, where the money didn't come in, his physical presence and knowing, oh, let me call my daddy. You know, I was one of them girls, okay, yeah. you were saying this, let me call my daddy. And they're <laughs> like, okay, she's about to call her daddy, I'm out of here, you know. So that was the good thing. I had him in my back pocket, let me call and you my know, daddy.
0: That's uh-huh. better than money sometimes because guess what? Yeah, yeah, I didn't have that in my father. And I think I told you in um, tomorrow yeah. that during the interview, he wasn't yeah. a lovey dovey, he wasn't a hugger. Anything I thought I wanted needed, oh, he got it. Mm-hmm. Anything I, mm-hmm. I, I could imagine that, dad, I need these. I told you about mm-hmm. those shoes. He didn't spend that kind of money on shoes, but for his baby girl, he did. But it, I, I didn't right. I feel comfortable right. saying, dad, this guy broke my heart. Can we come up and eat ice cream? Yeah. He wasn't that father. He, well, I, I got to go to work. I don't think mm-hmm. he knew how. It wasn't that he didn't. I okay. I, I, I know he loved yeah. me. I don't think my yeah. father, because guess what? His parents, were. they were not those kind of people. My dad's side of the family did not, no affection. So I don't think it was, Uh, it wasn't because he didn't. So I think his money and taking care of me was his,
1: What's drink. his way of showing it? Mm-hmm. Was his
0: way of saying, I'm gonna call my dad. So guess what? Yeah. I could call my dad to come beat you up or run you out of here. But if <laughs> you leave, Negro, and leave all these bills, I can call my dad and he's gonna pay them yeah. for me. Yeah. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So oh, it, yeah. it's kinda yeah, one yeah. and the same. You know, it's kinda exactly. one and the same. Exactly,
1: yeah. So you yeah, had, or
0: even that was your yeah. father's that was your father's contribution mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. His emotional availability.
1: You know exactly, and even from so far away. And as uh, another interesting story, so I had a wonderful stepfather. Um, you know, growing up in South Dakota, my mother and my stepfather were in the Armed Services, or my first stepfather, because people would listen to me and say, "Wait a minute, I thought your stepfather was Cuban." That was the second one, people. Second stepfather. <laughs> the first one <laughs> was my the one that raised me, you know, pretty mm-hmm. much in in the Air Force, but he was still my stepfather. Right. And some people always say, um, you know, we don't like to use step. We don't like to use step. And I get that. If that is the only person in your life, the only time I make, uh, you know, concessions is my father was there. You know, I had a father. So that's right. I was not comfortable saying daddy to anybody else. But there was a situation where um, I was a teenager. I was probably 13. My older sister was 14. So that meant my little brother was about 10. And Mm -hmm. we're in South Dakota and you have to be in before, you know, even down like down in the south or whatever, be in before the streetlights come on, whatever. Well, my little brother, 10 years old. And it's South Dakota. We used to stay gone from 8 o'clock in the morning till 10 o'clock at night. No one ever cared because it was South Dakota. But for whatever reason, this particular day, my stepfather had a problem. And so when my brother got home, it was a little bit after the streetlights came on. My stepfather lost it and it became a huge deal. And he started, you know, whooping my brother. And then my sister, who had to be 14 at the time, she jumps in. So he starts hitting her and with the belt, and it becomes a big thing. And, of course, what do I do? I'm in South Dakota. My father's in Charlotte, North Carolina. I run to the phone. I call <laughs> my daddy. <laughs> I call my daddy. My daddy, daddy, this, this guy is doing this or whatever. My dad's like, put him on the phone. <laughs> and I put him on the phone. My stepfather gets on the phone, and all you know, I can only hear one side of the conversation. Right. Except when my father started yelling, because my stepfather was like, L, L. And I could hear my father, L, hell, L, hell. <laughs> now I'll never forget that to this day. I'm like, get hell, daddy, hell. get him, get him, you know. But I'm sorry. You know, no, I still got love for my stepfather. But that was just an example of how. I just went running for him, even though and, he was 3,000 miles away. or however Yeah, and many. my
0: stepdaddy is a good daddy. I love you, but guess what? Yeah. I still got a daddy I can call. Now, in, in my yeah. case, I told you, my stepfather was the emotional. He was, so I didn't have to worry about that. He was, oh, so yeah.
1: He gave yeah, me yeah. the
0: love. You know, he bought my pads mm-hmm. and tampons at the store. He picked me up because <laughs> I was in Bears because I got my period that my stepfather was that for me. So it's kind of like I had, but my stepfather didn't have a whole lot of money. You know, he wasn't, he was just an average Mm -hmm. working guy. So my my father was an over the road trucker. And that's why he, you know, my grandmother's family had, you know, a few dollars. So that's why he was financially (laughs) able to be there all the time. But my stepfather Mm -hmm. didn't have that money, but he had the grace. He had the love. So I, I was really like, oh, I had the best of both worlds, but I'm telling you, I never really Got to see that other side of my stepfather to to call my daddy. Because okay. he was just so cool and he was just so sentimental. But we all oh trust me, we had uproars. Right, but um
1: right. He, he he
0: was more of a talker. But that is really funny. Yeah. Like I don't care who husband, I don't care if you use my mother husband, I'm calling my daddy. <laughs> right, right. But, um, yeah, yeah. And that's get like me. I was married, Shannon with four whole kids, you know, when my father passed. Mm-hmm. But if I still thought I needed it, I wasn't afraid yeah. to call bears because right, he left right. that door open, you know, no mm-hmm. matter what. I was his girl and he would always be yeah. there for me and my children, you know, and and, and yeah. it, until he wasn't, you know, but God left me right. you know, so many other good male figures. My stepfather passed even before my real father, but I have mm-hmm. two Godfathers, one in Alabama and one even here in New York. And
1: mm-hmm. when I remarried
0: this time, my, my father was still alive in 20, but he was too sick to, to travel. Okay. So my godfather walked me down the aisle and girl, no one in that service didn't realize my godfather wasn't my father who didn't know our situation. He uh, like, said, oh, your father's so handsome. I'm like, that's my godfather. But that's yeah. how much love he had for me. And you can't tell either yeah. of those guys. Um, The one in Alabama, his name is Tweet and Reverend James A. Lewis III. <laughs> that's my stepfather here. You, oh. they, they love me like their own daughter. So it's mm-hmm. like, even mm-hmm. after my dad was gone, you know, God left me some love. And even, you know, your dad is gone, but you have a stepfather. Like yeah. he takes care of us, you know? So, oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. The real fathers did their job Mm -hmm. in saying, even when I'm gone, as women, we still know how to carry ourselves, you know, and that's what love should
1: look like, Yeah. even when they're dead and gone. mm -hmm. But even when they're gone, but also on the flip side, so we got to get to a little bit of a more serious matter here before we wrap this up. So I know people, and I'm sure you do too, Sean, and I have a really, really close friend where, you know, her father was her everything like ours, but in a different way, meaning, he did everything to for her to where she can't be in a healthy relationship with a guy because she's expecting the same. You know, mm-hmm. a guy is not going to give you the everything on your whim. Meaning, you he's not your a servant. You know where that's right, Daddy. I want a new pair of shoes, and he runs out and right. get it. Daddy, you're on my command. And nows I I have a friend like that where her dad is her. He he's her at her beck and call. And so she mm-hmm. thinks a man should be at her beck and call as well. Yeah. And yeah, women, you have to understand exactly. Mm-hmm. So when they said I need somebody that's gonna treat me like daddy, it's like, no, <laughs> you gotta understand what's healthy and what's unhealthy when it comes to what your father is giving you or doing for you. Not saying your father should not do for you. That's a fact. and by all means, if he can, that's great, but don't look to your husband to be that same person. He might provide in a different way. He might be an emotional provider. He might be a, uh, he could be a financial provider, but he could also be all these other things that you don't realize you're lacking in your life because you're so caught up into all of the material things that your father has given you. And I want to make fact. sure we get that point across tonight as yeah. well. He's, love yeah, your dads. daddy. Ain't nothing wrong with that.
0: <laughs> right. Just like it was lo- nothing wrong with loving your moms, fellas. But mm-hmm. just dads, don't raise your daughter to be out of reach for a man. I, I think that's yeah. where Shannon is going, you know. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, out of reach for a man that would will, will guide her. And, and not like Shannon yeah. said to the Louis Vuitton <laughs> uh, or the Gucci store either. I mean, guide her <laughs> right. to the gates of right. heaven. Leave her mm, in love. Mm. You know, while my father, our father, you know, my father definitely gave me mm. like the finer things he took care of me, but that wasn't the basis he taught me on how to value a man or a husband. You, you see yeah. what I'm saying? So like I said, it's nothing yeah. wrong with daddy giving us those things, nope, but that's not, not how I was taught how to love. He exactly. said to be sure they respect you. treat you right Mm -hmm. those were his core values Mm -hmm. when when you're deciding on a partner you know he understood that money could always come later and he certainly Mm -hmm. taught me to make my own you know what i'm saying so he wasn't worried about me being kept he was more concerned with my soul you know yeah and and that's how it should be you know you teach them what to expect from a husband by how he treats Mm -hmm. you know how he treated my mom or your wife you know even if she isn't the girl the kid's mom Mm -hmm. a father should adore his wife and be an example for his daughter, not not a beck and call or not a a credit card, you know. I was even a little jealous when my father married my stepmother. Because I'm like, wait a minute, what is going on here now? All this love is for me.
1: But you know what?
0: He made sure to show me, even as his his girl, that she came first. He never stopped being my dad. I just Mm -hmm, had a place. mm Mm-hmm. And that was at the, his wife. Okay.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And,
0: and, though they were, you know, they, I was young when they, you know, when my mom and dad were married, I was young when they divorced. He treated my mother the same way all of his days, like um, a man. So mm-hmm. that's what you be, should be seeing mm-hmm. from your father. Not, not yeah. credit cards. Exactly. So that's a great point.
1: Not Sharon. credit cards. Point. And, and too, for a lot of us black women that are successful, you know, that have made it on our own. And we're like, I don't need a man because I got this financially. And you think, okay, you, I mean, you got to look deeper and a lot of the women, they're like, Oh yeah, I got this because my daddy always did, you know? So you're, you're, Mm -hmm. you're, you're fulfilling, you know, all these things that, you know, I don't need a man to do this. I can do it on my own because if he can't do it, my daddy has showed me that I can do this or whatever. So you're still, you're, you're still not looking at, um, the, the complete you, I guess is. Uh, what I'm trying to say, don't let the fact that your father was a, was a giver, that's a great thing, but don't turn that into, well, if I can't get this from a man, I'm gonna go out here and make all this money. And I'm guilty of it. I I have to knock on the door and say, I, you know, I was so guilty of it because I have been, um, a provider for myself. You know, I haven't Mm -hmm. had to lean on anybody, you know, I've done well, I'm in cybersecurity for, you know, Pete's sake. So everyone knows what that means. So I'm like, okay, I don't need anybody. And my daddy, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, no, no. You know, in order to be in a healthy relationship with someone, it's not about what you have and what you don't need nobody to do for you. Nah, (laughs) we got to get that out of our vocabulary and out of our mindset too. So you might be successful and you might be all these things that your daddy has built you up to be. But also recognize that, you know, you you have to humble yourself. You have to be vulnerable. Let love in and don't let all of these things that you've built up in your head as they got to check all of these boxes because my daddy did it, you know, right. or I'm going to check it for myself. It's like, oh, if they don't do it, I'm going to check it for myself and I'm going to live off all these riches and I won't let any other man in because I got it yeah so. no we don't want to do that
0: women we need mm-hmm. a whole we need healthy yeah. whole women exactly and we need healthy whole men to produce healthy relationships so mm-hmm. just like we we told the mom you know women don't allow allow daddy to to create that kind of person in you and dad right when you do that you um you run the risk of having your daughter and the woman in your life at odds too think about that. Mm-hmm. What about you, you raise this kind of daughter? What happens when love come along for you again? If you, if you have, if you're widowed, you got to think about all of that, you know, yeah. it can create separation and get a misunderstanding can happen easily. So
1: that's mm-hmm. why I say it's
0: okay to spoil the girls. It's okay. Just <laughs> as it is okay, you know, for moms to adore the sons and teach them the basics. Yeah. Yeah. But dad, show your girls what love looks like. That's the important. Mm-hmm. thing. Here. But don't teach, to teach them you know, to let objects be the, the main focus of their obsession, exactly. or, or, right. or better yet, don't you become the object of their affection, because just like, boys <laughs> you, and go. Moms, you go, sometimes, right. you know, yeah. that had, you know, strange relationships, mm. it's weird, it happens, yeah. you know, so, <laughs> yeah, you know, we got to be careful of all that, and then Channing, mm-hmm. you know, that was a great point to bring across, you know, before we wrap it up, but, We'll leave you, you know, with this and this topic of daddy's girls, you know, love your daughters, dads, be gentle, you know, be kind, teach her that what teach her, like I said, what love looks like, be her first love by God, you mm-hmm. know, as you've heard Shannon and I say a million times tonight, <laughs> our father was certainly our first love, but yeah. don't raise her with standards so high that only money can reach her. Raise mm. her to understand, you know, that having the finer things in life is good, but be sure right. she understands that they don't make anything expensive enough. That will hold her at night. Okay, that's right. Yeah, They'll make anything expensive enough, like the man God has chosen for her.
1: That's so right. So just keep the
0: core values at 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 the forefront when you're raising these daddies, girls.
1: Yeah, and, now, and not and not and mm-hmm. not equate. I'm sorry. I, 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 no, no. I know no, you wrapped. I know you wrapped up. And not equate like you said. So silly. <laughs> you brought out some not good it, points tonight. Let's go. <laughs> not equate the, you know, the material to their their self worth. It's like right. fathers are good for that to say, okay, you're worth diamonds. Yeah, that's a good saying, but that's not literal. Come on now. It's yeah, you're worth your you're worth your weight in gold, baby. Yes, you are, but not that's not literal. So come on. That's right. Let's keep it real. <laughs> keep it real. Works
0: every yeah. time. <laughs> All, All right.
1: right. Sorry, done, sorry baby? about messing up your wrap-up. <laughs> you're fine. You don't mess up our ah. wrap-up, honey. We do this thing.
0: I know. But you're done, All though, right. baby, we can move to the red line. All right. <laughs> All right. Tonight's red line tip is that's your date, not your daddy. <laughs> Ladies, it is nothing wrong with knowing what you want or your dad showering you with the best. But understand, that's who brought you into the world. And that's mm-hmm. what he chose to do. Be careful not to pass up a good man because they can't give you Chanel, Prada, or Gucci. Sometimes, you know, <laughs> you pass up a nine to five good guy for name brands and end up with a man that can't even feed your soul. So you've got all these Gucci and Chanel bags, but you're hungry, yeah. you're hungry mm-hmm. inside in the end, you know? Right. You will find yourself right back at home with daddy because if you chase things, that's what will happen. Life will pass you by. And mm-hmm. when you're too old to read or recognize a Gucci, a Louis V sign, daddy mm-hmm. will most likely be gone to glory. And you'll, you know, you'll be left with a sad story of a love you used to know. Be wise, right. If you want a man like daddy, that's okay. But be sure you're desiring dad's values. Dad's values and not possessions.
1: Right. And that's
0: my red line.
1: Awesome. 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 That's a perfect red line. Yeah. Thank you, babe. All right. So we are into our last segment for the night. And of course it is the fictional family I am feeling. All right. So the fictional family I'm feeling tonight comes from Guess Who? <laughs> the film with Bernie Mac and Ashton Kutcher and of course my girl, Zoe Saldana. I love her more than anything. But I um know. she's my favorite. <laughs> yes. So but the this yeah, I know the um uh, the thing I'm gonna talk about tonight is when, um, uh, she of, of well, for people who don't know, um, she's black, or in the movie she's black, but in real life people know she's Dominican. But anyway, she's playing a black girl, and Bernie Mac is her father, and um, Ashton Kutcher is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Ashton Kutcher, of course, is white. And so she's, that's her uh, boyfriend and she brings him home just like in the original version of Guess Who's Coming to Dinner back in the day with Sidney Poitier. Um, but anyway, um, so she's having a conversation with her father and she's talking to him about accepting her boyfriend. And she's telling her dad, you know, hey, you don't, see the looks we get and you don't understand what we go through. I just need you to tell me that it's okay for me to be with him. Cuz her father was uh, of course totally against him and she's thinking it's all because of race and it could have been, you know. But when I when I watch this scene, I see something different. She, of course she, her words are saying, I need you to accept him. I need you to tell me it's okay for me to be with him. And In my opinion, she's trying to tell herself, you need to accept, girl, (laughs) that he's okay. You need to accept that you want to be with him because your father's not out there with you when you're getting these looks from these people that you would a white man. He's not out there feeling what you're feeling, whatever uncomfortableness you're feeling because you're out with this guy. So you're begging your father to give you an okay for something you need to okay within yourself. Mm -hmm. so women and that was just this is just one example so what I took from that is I don't care what kind of relationship you're in um if your guy is whatever you're dealing with your father can he can oh yeah he could co-sign it you know put a stamp of approval or whatever but at the end of the day the bottom line you have to recognize what your heart needs and what you need for you the same way last week when we were talking to the guys when the guy stood up to his mother and said this is what i want the only situation, the difference here is she's actually begging for approval for something she needs to be she okay with
0: need it.
1: exactly but she, she doesn't need his approval mm-hmm. she just needs to be okay with it like you said you have to accept exactly. the situation exactly yeah and even if daddy doesn't approve it if that's what mm-hmm. you want
0: then that's what you right. do right right Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So that is the fictional family that I am feeling tonight. <laughs> it's a great,
0: it's a great twist to that girl. I never, I've seen it more <laughs> a thousand times. I never thought about that, but that is absolutely true. It's something she needs to accept whether her father accepts it or not. Of course you exactly. want to respect your parents, mm-hmm. but in the end, what we've said last week and this week is your life to live. That's right. Your mm-hmm. life to live.
1: And we're hoping you're happy living your life. Oh, and I forgot. Sorry, we went past the red lines without reminding everyone. Um, do we have one more or do we? Uh, what's this, October?
0: Yeah, so we have okay. um, one more week to submit the start to <laughs> October submissions. And, you know, yes. like, we can keep, you can keep them rolling in. But the October mm-hmm. one will be one week from now. And then we'll just move on to the November ones. And then, you know, after the third week in November, we'll move to December. But... We're gonna right. keep them all, so you know for future yes. shows. So, like I said, you may hear them, you may hear them along the way. But <laughs> for October, just to be for the one for uh, selected for October, you need you got about seven mm-hmm. days to get them in, guys. Five, six days yeah. to get them in, so we can get it edited and rolled up.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So, if you want your one hundred dollar gift card, please send your red lines into wifeyandbabymama at gmail and we love reading those, like we say every week. So, please send them in. And come get yes. your money, people. Come get your money, people. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And that is our episode for tonight. Love Thank you all. Thank you all. And we look forward to next week. Yes. Love you all. Bye. I'm